Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance, and a whole lot more, so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com, where you can join my newsletter, or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. This week, I want to talk to you about saying no. Is this an art? Is it about being assertive? Is it just about taking control? Well, whatever it is, there's an awful lot of us that do struggle to be able to say no. So if you're busy, stressed, feeling overcommitted, often when we struggle to be able to say no to people, it can leave us feeling put upon, feeling used, or just that we're juggling too many things. You know, are you often the person who ends up working late because you've said yes to other people that you'll do them this little favour, that you'll help them out with this quick thing and then they've gone home and you're still sat there? Are you saying yes to people instead of saying no because you're a people pleaser? Or because you worry about feeling guilty? Or because it brings up some sort of negative feeling? When you're struggling to say no, I would advise you to just have a little look at what's going on when you feel like this. What sort of feeling or emotion comes up for you when people ask you to do something? Perhaps there are past experiences and situations that mean you've learned it's easier to say yes than to say no. For many people, it's a worry or a fear about what others will think. And I've previously covered fear of rejection in episode 16 so check that out if you've not done already and then last week I talked about giving and receiving feedback and some of that becomes relevant here about when we are telling people no to their requests but the reality is that if we end up saying yes when we really don't want to when we don't have time or even just for any other reason then that resentment can come through And we're repeatedly programming ourselves that our feelings, that our time and our priorities doesn't matter. So are we really saying that we don't matter? I hope not. But sometimes perhaps we are. So consider the other side of the situation. When you say yes so many times that you end up completely worn out, even burnt out, or making yourself ill. Well, if that happens, then there's really no chance of you being able to say yes to the things that you want to say yes to. So focus on the benefits that will be there for you when you learn to say no. Now, you'll hear me talk about boundaries, which is a lot, let's face it. It's one of my favourite subjects. But what I say is that boundaries teach respect. So by having great boundaries and learning to say no, sit hand in hand. And what it means is that we show people and ourselves that we're not a pushover. 
We treat ourselves respectfully and we ask that others do that too. Apparently, the Mayo Clinic has done research that concludes that saying no can help to reduce your stress levels and increase your happiness. So, if you ever needed a really, really good reason to get the hang of saying no to people, that's got to be it, hasn't it? So, how can you say no? Well, one of the key elements is to ensure that you're really concise. Because too much waffle and the other person will begin to pick holes in what you're saying and sort of weave their way in. So, don't go waffling. Don't give excuses. You really don't need to give an explanation to somebody about why you say no. You can just say no. Often when there are excuses, you give people that space again and they try and persuade you otherwise. I often say to people, no is a complete sentence, which I love. And sometimes that's all you need. And it's pretty concise, right? But if you're feeling a bit guilty or worrying about how no will be received, then you might need a little bit more help to that. You know, that'd be a pretty short podcast, wouldn't it? If I just come on and go, right, the art of saying no. And oh, no, that's it. And next week. (laughs) But... I get that it's not that easy for everybody, you know, and even actually for me, sometimes I feel like, am I the only one that's saying no here? I'm quite good at saying no, but sometimes I feel like I'm the only one that's saying no, or I'm always saying no to things, you know, you know. So if you need a bit more help, if you're at work, for example, if your colleague or your boss asks you to do something extra and you know that you're going to struggle with it, then stick to the facts and point out what will happen. Yeah, so if I do this, then that will happen. What would you like me to work on first? Would you like me to let slide this from the deadline so that I can do that? Now, I used to do this all the time. Sometimes other people, they don't even stop to think about what you're doing or how much time you have. Okay, and often when we're we're feeling that guilt or when we're feeling quite bad about saying no, we're looking at everything from our own perspective. We're not looking at it from the other person. The other person's just like, oh, can you just do this? Can you do that because you're quite good at it? My husband's favourite, right? So sometimes they forget about everything else that you are doing or everything else that you have got to do. So then this doesn't just apply in a work situation, you know, with a boss or a colleague. It can also apply in the home, with your kids, with your spouse. Because all you are doing is pointing it out to them about the timelines, the deadlines, the workload. So you're helping them to remember. And then often some people might reconsider that option. Okay, so that's often a good one. And even with that, you're not directly saying no. Sometimes you're turning it back on them to let them decide, which can be useful. But gauge the situation. Because if it's somebody that's going to continually just say, yes, I want you to do this, I want you to do this. Oh, I'm not really bothered about how much else you've got to do. I want you to do this. Then you might need a different approach. So gauge it. If it's something like, you know, will you do baking for the school? 
school fair or the PTA or something like that. You know, often they make it sound like it's a really small thing. But in the reality, it's not a 10-minute job, is it? And often it can be costly as well. You know, all the produce that you need for baking cakes and everything. So for things like that, you know, you can just come out with, you know, I really don't have time and I would hate to let you down. So I'll have to say no on this occasion. Short, concise, to the point, no excuses, no waffle. Do you see? I don't have time. I'd hate to let you down. So I'll have to say no. And then you just look at them, kind of stare them out, as the kids would say. But it's, you know, really worthwhile. If they try to repeat, and uh, if they try to persuade you, then just repeat the same. I don't have time, sorry. See how concise that is. In your head, you might be thinking, oh my goodness me, doesn't anybody else ever do these things? And I get you. I've been there, but don't say it out loud because then it just makes you sound like you're whinging and that's your resentment showing through, okay? Keep it simple. You can come up with, you know, if somebody's saying, can you come along and help? Can you do this? Can you, you know, work on Saturday? Can you just pick up the kids? Can you, you know, can you get my daughter from brownies or guides or can you, all sorts of different things. If you've got something else arranged or you really just don't have time in your diary, then again, it's simple. I can't, I've got something else arranged. No, sorry, I've got a prior commitment. One of the ones, obviously, that I use a lot with my clients is I don't have availability that day or I don't have availability to fit that in right now. That's it. You don't need to give reasons. I was having this conversation today with one of my clients. You know, because sometimes I have to put a line through my diary. You'll have heard me talk about this with boundaries. I have to put a line through my diary um, for certain times. might be certain times of the year. It might be to do with the the work-life balance. It might be to do with kids' holidays. It might be to do with school meetings. And I put a line through the diary. But what I don't do is I don't end up saying to clients, oh yeah, gosh, because I'm really sorry because, you know, I've got to go to the school meeting and I have to go to a lot of school meetings because, you know, the kids need some a bit more additional help and um, I have to make sure... Sh- I just don't do it. That You know, half the time, they're not interested. Um, they, You know, people are quite... Um, oh God, I was going to say self-centred and I don't mean that in a mean way, but just, um, you know, focused on themselves and and what it is that they have to do. And so, you know, if I just say I don't have availability, if I just say I don't have availability that day, they can think what they're like. They can think, oh, slacker. <laughs> they probably don't do that. They can think, wow, she's busy. They can think anything, but it's not your job to worry about what they think. You know, it's your job to be concerned with you and your time and your time frames. Another one that used to um, happen really often, and particularly when I was in corporate, was about somebody coming around and going, oh yeah, can you sponsor me for this? Can you contribute to this charity event? You know, or so-and-so's doing a sponsored um, walk, run, silence, whatever, and you don't want to. Or actually, maybe you're just sick of contributing. You feel like you're just shelling out all the time. Somebody's always doing something. 
you can just come out with, thanks so much for asking me. I've already given to a few charities or sponsorships this month, so I'll bear this in mind for another time. Good luck with everything. Now, it's a bit longer, but then you're not elaborating and you're being really nice by saying good luck with that or I hope it does well and thanks for asking, but no. And actually, I didn't say no in any of that sentence. So it's a great one if you struggle with the word no, but you're still leaving it clear and no room for persuasion or for them to try and renegotiate. Even if people come back with, but it's only a couple of quid. Oh, I've already given. Thank you. And that's all you need to say. It's about just being concise, being clear, standing your ground. If you can't, if you struggle to stand your ground, you know, just you know, pop your hand up, give them a little wave and turn and walk away. Because that works too. But if you truly believe that these people are going to be upset with you, then they're already not respecting you and your time and your values or your limits. So actually, again, that's really an indication about them, not you. And do bear that in mind. If you get a bad reaction, a negative reaction, if anybody gets upset, moody, or is just expecting you to sort of pick things up and isn't really bearing you in mind at all, then that's not okay either, is it? And you have a right to say no without having to explain all the time. If you really struggle, then you can do that. I'll get back to you. Let me check that and I'll let you know. Because it gives you the ability to get away from the situation. You can assess. You can take deep breaths. You can compose and practice your answer if you need to. But don't leave it too much later. When you've had a bit of space and a bit of practice to say no, just go back and tell them. Because the longer you leave it, the more worried, the more sort of panicky, the more anxious you're going to feel. And then that's not solving the problem, is it? That's not helping you feel any better. Give yourself the permission to be able to say no without that pressure, that guilt or that worry. Because it might take practice, but it does get easier. And as with any bit of practice, you will feel more confident too. Because confidence comes when you practice anything. So, you know, to summarise, be concise. A simple no. (laughs) But if you want to do a bit more, don't apologise or give all sorts of reasons. Don't tell lies. I didn't mention that, but don't tell lies. It's better to say no now, you know, than be resentful later. Add in some politeness. Oh, thanks for asking. Good luck with that. You can say, let me check something. But I would guard against, let me think about it. Because checking something means that you're going to come back with, I don't have availability and those sorts of things that I said. But if you're saying, I'll think about it, actually you're giving that person a little bit of hope and then it builds it up and makes it more difficult for you. Remember too, you know, that your your self-worth does not depend on how much you do for other people. Value yourself, your time, you know, and your energy. 
and give yourself permission to say no without that pressure, guilt or worry. So I'd really love to know what you will begin to say no to this week. Message me, drop me an email, the links are all in the show notes and let me know. And once again, if you'd also like to go and give me a review and tell me what you love about this podcast, I'd really love to hear it. But if you don't want to do that, you can practice saying no to me. (laughs) And then I hope that leaves you with some food for thought and you're something that you will be able to practice. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.